Section 12D, Resource Management, 12.24, Resource Requirements. All Air Force resources have a value or cost associated with them. The Air Force Resource Management System is focused on outputs and resources used, managers effectively using resources, measuring actual performance compared to planned performance, and using financial plans and accounting to enhance management controls at each organizational level. The Resource Management System provides a way to establish priorities, choose policies, and act to get the desired results and required resources at acceptable costs. 12.25 Resource Management Responsibilities Although base-level resource managers do not control initial allocations of all their resources, they must effectively manage these resources, including the stewardship of money, manpower, and equipment. Being an effective steward involves more than legal accountability. There are key duty positions associated with the resource management system that provide structure and alignment of resources and resource management. While every Air Force member has a principal responsibility to ensure resources are used in the most cost-effective manner, commanders and supervisors are responsible for the efficient and economical use of all resources in their organizations, as well as the budgeting, allocation, composition, and distribution of these resources. Commanders Commanders review, validate, and balance the financial plan to ensure successful financial management. Commanders must actively review financial programs for work centers, responsibility centers, and improve resource management by inquiring about program conditions, reviewing causes, weighing alternatives, and directing action. Commanders must also ensure resource management system success by allocating sufficient resources to resource management system training and resource management team efforts. Comptrollers Comptrollers support the organization's mission and the Air Force by providing sound financial management and advice to commanders and staff. Comptrollers promote responsible and proper financial management to ensure efficient, economical use of resources consistent with statutory and regulatory requirements. Comptrollers apply policies and procedures that enable the organization to carry out accounting, budget, and cost functions. Responsibility Center Managers Responsibility center managers plan, direct, and coordinate subordinate organization activities. Responsibility center managers analyze subordinate organizational plans, identify imbalances in resource distribution, analyze alternative actions, and balance programs. Cost center managers. The cost center is the basic production flight or work center. The cost center manager regulates the consumption of work hours, supplies, equipment, and services to do the tasks within their cost center. Cost center managers shift resources to or from various production tasks within the cost center to ensure the proper mix or to provide the emphasis required. Resource advisors. Resource advisors monitor and help prepare resource estimates. They help develop obligations and expense fund targets monitor the use of resources in daily operations compared to projected consumption levels, and serve as the primary point of contact on resource management matters pertaining to their responsibility center. Resource advisors are appointed in writing by the responsibility center manager. The Financial Management Board Established by the senior or host commander at each base, the Financial Management Board determines program priorities and ensures effective allocation of resources. The Financial Management Board reviews and approves or disapproves recommendations made by the Financial Working Group to ensure balanced, valid financial programs and to consider all known or anticipated requirements. The Financial Working Group 
Composed of both line and staff resource advisors and responsibility center managers, the Financial Working Group manages commodities and resources integral to the operating activities for the base or unit. The Financial Working Group develops requirements and revisions for the base or unit financial plan, reviews all appropriated fund financial plans, and makes recommendations to the Financial Management Board for final approval. Additionally, the Financial Working Group presents recommendations to the Financial Management Board for unfunded requirement prioritization and fund target adjustments between responsibility centers and base-level budgetary guidance. The Financial Working Group provides technical guidance to base activities. The Financial Working Group provides technical guidance to base activities on using their primary responsibility resources. Organizational Finance and Budgeting the operating budget covers costs associated with the operation of all Air Force organizations. The approval by higher headquarters gives obligation authority to accomplish the mission. The budget program operates on a fiscal year basis, 1 October through the following 30 September. 12.26 Planning, Programming, Budgeting, and Execution Process The Planning, Programming, Budgeting, and Execution PPBE process is the Department of Defense's resource allocation system. The ultimate objective of the process is to provide the best mix of forces, equipment, manpower, and support attainable within fiscal constraints according to DOD Directive 7045.14, the Planning, Programming, Budgeting, and Execution PPBE process. The goal of the process is to achieve the defense objectives established by the U.S. President and the Secretary of Defense outlined in the Strategic Planning and Joint Planning Guidance. This system helps leaders establish and forecast a budget to ensure sufficient funds are available and increases management effectiveness by applying judgment and experience to programs, resource limitations, other program adjustments, and assessing alternatives for mission accomplishment. Planning, Programming, Budgeting, and Execution Phases the PPBE process has a framework that decides on future capabilities and provides an opportunity to re-examine prior decisions in light of evolving threats, economic conditions, and security concerns. It consists of four interrelated and overlapping phases, planning, programming, budgeting, and execution. Planning. The Air Force translates top-down guidance into plans and requirements for which a future year's defense program can be developed. Planning defines and examines alternative strategies and analyzes external conditions and trends. During the planning phase, changes and long-term implications of decisions are examined. Streamlined planning and assessments help prioritize objectives, assess strategies, and provide the link between planning and programming. Planning also provides an objective against which the Air Force can measure execution success. Programming during the programming phase, planning policies and guidances are addressed and initial program costs are established. By programming, the Air Force matches available resources, fiscal, manpower, and material against validated requirements to achieve the strategic plan and submit program proposals. The key objective of programming is to develop a balanced capabilities-based Air Force Program Objective Memorandum, POM. In addition, the Air Force defends the POM during program review and budget reviews and adjusts the program as a result of the Office of the Secretary of Defense reviews and changing national and international situations. While the Air Force and other military departments link planned requirements with the resources needed to provide them, trade-offs are inevitably involved beyond those in the planning process. Budgeting. 
The budgeting phase occurs concurrently with the programming phase. Each Department of Defense component submits a proposed budget estimate simultaneously with a POM. The budgeting phase of formulation and justification provides a platform for a detailed review of a program's pricing, phasing, and overall capability to be executed on time and within budget. The budgeting process principally addresses the years to be justified in the U.S. President's budget. Three things happen in the preparation of the budget estimate submission. First, Air Force budget analysts identify situations where the program has put Air Force resources at risk of Office of the Secretary of Defense or congressional reduction. Second, the comptroller applies the latest inflation figures in flying hour and manpower rates, etc. Third, the program is put into the Office of the Secretary of Defense budget format and budget justification documentation is prepared. Once these steps are completed, the final position is called the POM Budget Estimate Submission or Program Budget Review. The budgeting phase continues with the Program Budget Review submissions and Fact of Life changes via notification document in the off year. Execution The execution phase focuses on running the Air Force day-to-day. -day. Execution is carried out at applicable organizational levels. The Air Force Major Commands and Headquarters Air Force are allocated their share of obligation authority to execute their missions in accordance with approved integrated priority lists for those programs that are centrally managed. Because the budget being executed in any given year was actually compiled over a year earlier, some assumptions on which the budget was based will have changed. Because change is anticipated, Congress allows some flexibility within the operating budgets to move resources without requiring their permission. But installations are expected to execute to the integrated priority list for centrally managed programs. One key part of the execution phase is the Major Command Operations and Maintenance Operation Plan. Air Force program execution is reviewed during the budget execution reviews in February, April, concurrent with the Internal Air Force Mid-Year Review, and July. 12.27 Future Year Defense Program The Future Year's Defense Program, FYDP, is a database that summarizes forces, resources, and equipment associated with all Department of Defense programs. The program displays total Department of Defense resources and force structure information in three basic dimensions. The organizations affected, military departments and defense agencies, appropriations accounts, research, development, test and evaluation, and operation and maintenance, and major force programs, strategic forces and mobility forces. The FYDP is updated twice during the PBEE process cycle. First, upon submission of the POM, usually July-August, and again upon submission of the U.S. President's budget, early February the following year. The FYDP is composed of 11 major force programs and over 3,600 active program elements designed to categorize functional or organizational entities and their related resources. 12.28 Air Force Equipment Management System the Air Force Equipment Management System provides worldwide visibility of all equipment assets throughout the Air Force. The system helps to support reporting capitalized asset depreciation, determining equipment requirements based on Air Force allowance standards, supporting the budget and buy program, and identifying equipment types and quantities required to accomplish the mission. Air Force allowance standards identify specific items and quantities approved by the functional manager for units to use during wartime and peacetime operations. 
These allowance standards are accessible online from the Air Force Equipment Management System and the Allowance Standard Retrieval System website. Responsibilities The Air Force's mission makes it imperative that all military and civilian personnel operate and maintain government systems, equipment, supplies, and real property in the best possible condition, readiness, and in the absolute minimum quantity necessary to accomplish assigned tasks. Additionally, Airmen at all levels must accurately maintain property records to reflect a current inventory and condition of property, ensure personnel carefully and economically use and safeguard property, provide adequate security, protection, and storage for property, and make recommendations for preventing fraud, waste, and abuse. Ultimately, Air Force members must have supply discipline to conserve, protect, and maintain available government supplies, equipment, and real property for operational requirements. Commanders and Supervisors Commanders and Supervisors at all levels are responsible for prudent management, control, storage, and cost-effective use of government property under their control. Commanders and Supervisors establish controls to eliminate uneconomical equipment management, ensure all personnel are taught proper care and safeguard principles, and enforce those principles. Commanders must properly manage public property under their control provide instructions to subordinates on specific responsibilities, and maintain records that may be audited. Commanders appoint representatives, designate property custodians and facility managers, and ensure the representatives attend the proper training offered by logistics readiness squadrons. Property Custodian A property custodian is appointed by an accountable property officer, commander, or chief of staff agency to accept responsibility for property and are directly responsible for the physical custody, inventory, accounting, and reconciliation of items on the account. A custodian may be held financially liable for the loss, theft, destruction, or damage of any property or resources under his or her control and must report property losses or irregularities to commanders or accountable officers at the time of discovery. For additional information on property custodians and property management, refer to DOD Instruction 5000.64, Accountability and Management of DOD Equipment and Other Accountable Property, and AFI 23-111, Management of Government Property and Possession of the Air Force. Installation Responsibilities The installation commander has overall responsibility and accountability for the operation of an Air Force installation. The major command and installation commander, assisted by the base civil engineer, are responsible for developing, operating, maintaining, and controlling the use of Air Force facilities in compliance with applicable Department of Defense and Air Force policies and procedures. They are also responsible for developing comprehensive asset management plans, identifying facility lifecycle requirements, implementing applicable common levels of service, assessing the impact of asset condition on mission support through the use of key performance indicators, and developing and executing real property construction, sustainment, restoration, and modernization programs. Base Civil Engineer Squadron Responsibilities the base civil engineer is charged with providing, operating, maintaining, restoring, and protecting the built and natural infrastructure necessary to support the Air Force mission. As such, the base civil engineer serves as the focal point for all construction, sustainment, restoration, and modernization of facilities identified as real property and associated real property installed equipment. The base civil engineer's customer service unit typically manages the installment's facility manager program to include providing initial and recurring training for facility managers. 
Facility Manager Training covers facility manager roles and responsibilities and identifies the processes and procedures required for submitting work requests. Civil Engineer Work Requests The Base Civil Engineer's Customer Service Unit receives and reviews all incoming work requests for validity, verifies scope, and ensures the work request is coordinated with the appropriate agencies, such as fire, safety, and environmental. If the work request is approved, it will be executed in-house based on priority by the operations flight or as a contract managed by the engineering flight. Work requests will be identified to the customer service unit by the facility manager utilizing the AF Form 332, Base Civil Engineer Work Request, or Designated Information Technology Systems. Direct Scheduled Work Direct scheduled work is a request that does not need detailed planning and can be sent directly to the required shop for execution. An example of a direct scheduled work is fixing a leaky faucet. Planned work. Planned work requests are typically complex and require detailed planning, scheduling of multiple shops, and lead time for material acquisition. An example of planned work is relocating a doorway and associated exit signs to accommodate a new layout. Emergency work. Emergency work is defined as work that corrects an issue that poses an immediate threat to mission, life, safety or health will be identified to the customer service unit. Emergency work requests should be requested and accomplished by the quickest means possible to include verbal or phone communication. 12.29 Fraud, Waste and Abuse Prevention The Air Force loses millions of dollars every year due to individuals abusing the system, wasting precious resources, and committing acts of fraud. Preventing Fraud, Waste and Abuse FWA, is of primary concern. While detection and prosecution serve to deter fraudulent, wasteful, or abusive practices, the key element of the program is to prevent the loss of resources. The Secretary of the Air Force, Inspector General, provides policy guidance, develops procedures, and establishes and evaluates the Air Force complaints and FWA programs. In turn, the Inspector General, IG, at every level, is responsible for establishing and directing these programs. Fraud. Fraud is defined as any intentional deception designed to unlawfully deprive the Air Force of something of value or to secure from the Air Force for an individual benefit, privilege, allowance, or consideration to which he or she is not entitled. Fraud may also be considered to be any theft or diversion of resources for personal or commercial gain. Waste. Waste is defined as the extravagant, careless, or needless expenditure of Air Force funds or the consumption of Air Force property that results from deficient practices, systems controls, or decisions. Waste also includes improper practices not involving prosecutable fraud, wartime and emergency operations, legitimate stockpiles, and wartime reserves are not considered waste. Abuse Abuse is defined as the intentionally wrongful or improper use of Air Force resources. Examples of abuse include misuse of rank, position, or authority that causes the loss or misuse of resources, such as tools, vehicles, computers, or office equipment. Fraud, Waste, and Abuse Complaints Air Force personnel have a duty to promptly report FWA to an appropriate supervisor or commander, to an IG or other appropriate inspector or through an established grievance channel. FWA complaints may be reported to the Air Force Audit Agency, the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, AFOSI, 
security forces, or other proper authorities. Individuals may submit complaints of FWA by memorandum, in person, or by FWA hotlines. Complaints may also be submitted anonymously. As with personal complaints, Air Force members should try resolving FWA issues at the lowest possible level using command channels before addressing them to a higher level or the IG. Making a disclosure or complaint requires factual, unbiased, and specific information. Individuals must understand they are submitting official statements within Air Force channels. Therefore, they remain subject to punitive action or adverse administrative action for knowingly making false statements and for submitting other unlawful communications. Complainant Privacy The complainant's privacy is safeguarded to encourage voluntary cooperation and to promote a climate of openness in identifying issues requiring leadership intervention. The IG has the responsibility to safeguard the personal identity and complaints of individuals seeking assistance or participating in an IG process, such as an investigation. While this does not mean the communications made to an IG are privileged or confidential, it does mean that disclosure of those communications and the identity of the communicant is strictly limited to an official need-to-know basis when required by law or regulation, when necessary to take adverse action against a subject, or with Secretary of the Air Force Inspector General approval. Whistleblower Rights Whistleblower witnesses have additional rights. The nature of the allegation and findings will determine what information is releasable. All information released is according to Freedom of Information Act and Privacy Act. Third-party complainants are not entitled to a response regarding alleged wrongs not directly affecting them, unless authorized to receive via a Freedom of Information Act or a Privacy Act release. 12.30. Financial Liability Investigation Upon the discovery of loss, damage, destruction, or theft of government-owned property, real or personal, of any value, the immediate supervisor within the chain of command shall conduct an informal inquiry to determine if the situation warrants a formal investigation. An investigation shall be conducted for all loss, damage, destruction, or theft of government-owned equipment with an initial acquisition cost of $5,000 or greater all sensitive classified or leased capital lease property, regardless of initial acquisition cost, and any real property. However, investigations may also be conducted when circumstances warrant, such as when the loss, damage, destruction, or theft of small amounts of property occur frequently enough to suggest a pattern of wrongdoing. The DD Form 200, Financial Liability Investigation of Property Loss is required documentation for investigations and is used to document the facts and circumstances of the loss, damage, destruction, or theft. For additional information on the Financial Liability Investigation Program, refer to DOD Regulation 7000.14, Financial Management Regulation, Volume 12, Chapter 7, Financial Liability for Government Property Lost, Damaged, Destroyed, or Stolen.